Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Scotty, and I will be your host as we share our thoughts on Secret Invasion episodes one and two. If you haven't watched the show, save this episode for later and come back because there are going to be spoilers. If this is your first time tuning into the Temple of Geek Podcast, welcome. The Temple of Geek Podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by various geeks from the Temple of Geek team. Here we cover all manner of geek and pop culture news and events. To our returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in. We really appreciate you being here. So let me introduce our amazing guest. Uh, today we have some really cool people coming on. These are like super huge comic book nerds, very knowledgeable, and they also happen to be really good friends of mine. So guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Can you briefly introduce yourselves to the listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself? Oh dear. Um, okay. Let's see what I can remember for today. Um, no, I am Star Wars fact guy, but don't let the name fool you. I know quite a bit about Marvel as well. I've got my little super scroll here to help me out today, just in case I do forget anything. You can find me on TikTok at Star Wars Fact Guy. You can find me on YouTube at Star Wars Fact Guy. And now, for the first time ever, you can find me on Instagram at Star Wars Fact Guy with a little underscore on either side for underscore gang. Hi, everyone. I am Marvelous Johnny. That is Marvelous spelt with two L's because I'm a Canadian. <laughs> and yeah, no, Marvelous is in the name for a reason. I am a big fan of Marvel comics but also dc whole bunch of other nerdy things star wars as well and with me today to help me remember some of the facts i have a disney infinity a fury figure with me yeah we're doing that <laughs> thanks for that johnny and last but not least david welcome i am xanatos 1138 on all social media mostly tiktok and twitter i talk about marvel and star wars and i'm really excited to be here today awesome i'm, I'm really excited to be here with you guys you guys are awesome so i i can't wait for this conversation so we got to see the first two episodes of secret invasion craziness I want to have your first impressions, guys. What did you think off the bat about these first two episodes, Tate? Wow. Okay. So, for context, I was pretty jazzed about Secret Invasion as a whole. I mean, we've got a lot of uh, content coming up between Phase 4 and Phase 5. And, you know, love it or hate it, they're playing around a lot with genres and different styles of storytelling. But Secret Invasion definitely looked up my alley. Um, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Civil War, those are some of my favorite pieces of MCU content. So that same kind of tone, I was really intrigued by how they were going to match it on a television scale. And with these first two episodes, I think they really knocked it out of the park. I think it was small and intimate enough to be its own self-contained story, but it's not afraid to tie into the larger MCU, the consequences, the ramifications, the way they tied it throughout the mythology of the characters, especially Nick Fury. I thought this was a fantastic start. And if the next four episodes can keep it up, it's definitely going to be in the upper hierarchy when it comes to MCU TV. I really, for what the up and down quality we've had for the past couple of years, this really was at the top of that for me. Awesome. Johnny? My overall thoughts, just like from hearing that we were getting a Secret Invasion show, I was like, is this just purely scrolls or like what's <clears> happening here? <throat> to find out that it was solely a Nick Fury story was very interesting, and I do love that because my first introduction to Secret Invasion as a concept was the Earth's Mightiest Heroes TV show, actually. And that one, deep down in like its heart, was very much a unseen Fury story, so to see him at the forefront of the MCU version of it is very encouraging, and I love mm. that so much. And, yeah. 
Awesome. David? With Secret Invasion, with a lot of this comic book stuff, I usually read the source material in or around the MCU announcing it. Like, I, I'm not really well-versed in the comic side of things often, but seeing the show and seeing the style of it being like a Jason Bourne or Jack Ryan style, I was hooked immediately. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Awesome. I think the same thing for me. I'm not a comic book nerd. I haven't read any of the comics. If anything, uh, if I know anything is from you, you know, guys like you that are really into it, uh, you know, that's where I get my information from. But just coming off just those two first episodes, I was completely hooked. I was like, to me, it has that Andor feel. I know we we, mm-hmm. we we said that before. Also, the same tone, bringing in the same tone as Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is a more darker, serious tone. Very high stakes, I think. It's already shown us. And just the fact that it's like a spy thriller type of thing, it's just so, so freaking compelling to me in that way. Being in that Fury is like one of my really cool, you know, uh, favorite characters. I absolutely love that this is going to be focusing on him. And I love that we're getting to see him like kind of being trotting down. I guess that's the word. Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we're going to see him struggling, not only, you know, physically, but also mentally and emotionally. So, and inner struggles is one of my favorite things in a story. So that, mm-hmm. that, that really, yeah, I'm really excited for this. So <clears throat> let's get into the first episode. That was uh, quite an introduction, especially with that ending. I was uh, yeah. texting you Man. the moment it ended. I'm like, oh, my Man. God. I, I, I was like, oh, my God. When the guys see this, I'm gonna, they're going to fucking flip out. I'm sorry if I'm cursing. But whatever. It's it's true, though. Tate, what did, talk to a little bit about what your thoughts were. That's for so I got, episode. no, that's a great thing. So I've divided my notes into episode one and episode two, right? <laughs> oh no. I'm and the, fir- one the first thing I have for episode one is that it opens on MCU Tate, which is Everett Ross, which is <laughs> for all intents and purposes, anytime he shows up in a story, he is the token white guy. That's just happy to be there. And I'm like, wow, I <sighs> that's just me. No, it? I was very jazzed to see it again. Like we were talking about incorporating the larger mythology into the story, Secret Invasion, for all intents and purposes, is a big story that I don't think you can have a lot of leeway with trying to get away doing in a smaller scale. So I respect that the show really took the effort to bringing in these supporting characters from other films like um, Black Panther and Iron Man, the Iron Man films with Rhodey and whatnot, yeah. to kind of give a little bit of like a cast that this um, conspiracy is going to go around. So seeing Ross, I thought, was a great way to establish that at the beginning. Like, okay, it's all the pockets of the MCU are being affected. Then they fucking shot him and he was a scroll. And I was like, <laughs> but I I, there is a line. No, there's a line where Maria Hill's like Agent Ross's imposter. And I was like, yeah. so yeah. was he not? Or how long was he kidnapped and taken away and replaced? That's going to be on the top of my mind. But I was very heartbroken about that. (laughs) Um, My thing is that it it puts into question, like, what is the state of Ross's character in the MCU after Wakanda forever? Because Mm -hmm. I thought he was safe in Wakanda. I didn't think he was working for anyone. I thought he was just chilling there with like Bucky was for a while. Yeah, right? But I guess after Wakanda forever, when he's kind of on the run from the CIA, the scrolls just like, Simmed him. Put him away. Oh Sim- yeah, so quite quite a way to open it up, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then it definitely, it had to, first episode kind of needed to do kind of the rhythms of a pilot. It had to kind of go through all the necessary beats, lay down the railroad tracks so you can ride the train to the finale. 
just again the way that they establish the scope of the story all the little references that tie in and kind of allow you to piece together what's been going on with fury from where we saw last saw him which i think was in like what the credit scene from far from home i think so yeah if, i think so, if johnny yeah. can fact check me on that yeah, <laughs> yeah so from sure there to now yeah from there to now seeing the seeds of that and slowly unraveling not only the mystery of the scrolls but the mystery of fury himself and where he's been and what he's been up to thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that thoroughly enjoyed the way they incorporated the different perspectives of olivia coleman's character maria hill's character and with what kari was saying kind of the idea that the show really looks at the myth and the legend of nick fury the hero nick fury the super spy and how at the age that he's at right now where he's a little bit old he's a little bit more worn down everyone expects so much of him but he doesn't know what to expect of himself after Mm -hmm. infinity war and i thought for me that was my favorite part of episode one the the actual consequences for the personal stakes i thought by far that was my favorite thing they did yeah that was really cool danny yeah no i was just thinking because like the stakes since infinity war like we've seen slightly what the blip has done to people but to see like this very big deep dive was very needed i think Mm-hmm. Because for Fury in this sense, it's not just a case of like, I missed five years. It's there's this five years where I have not caught up and now I'm behind on what I usually used to. He is mm-hmm. a character who's always mm-hmm. prepared. It's imagine if you took Batman and then he just didn't know what was happening pretty much because Nick Fury is very much a character who's like in touch with almost everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love that character work for him. I was very happy to see uh, Maria Hill back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll get to that part later <laughs> though, because um, you know Colby Smulders. That's a that's a separate conversation. Yeah, just you know the actress from Canada. Very happy to see her, <laughs> Vancouver, in fact. And then just to you know see her harangue Nick and to get him back on the rightful path. I think the correct path was mm. very nice. And then we'll get to what happens later. <laughs> <laughs> David, <laughs> now, I I like the time they spent with each character and like you kind of see where they're at, see what they've been doing, uh, see where the scrolls are at. They haven't found a new home yet. So like that's a whole problem. And then um, and Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Ben Mendelsohn like acted their asses off. They, they, they were such good chemistry. It was so good. So and good. then like seeing um, that 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 whole part with Ross being being revealed as a scroll i immediately was like okay somebody tell me how long he's been a scroll i need to know this information i need to know he hasn't been a scroll the entire time right? i'm saying yes absolutely <laughs> oh my god no because i that i want to start off with that point uh that david said about uh you know ross being a scroll because that that ign review that you that you showed us was like oh <sighs> but it just it didn't feel like a big review, any big reveals happen. And I'm like, number one reveal was Roz. <laughs> How much, what, what else do you need? Like, sir, like, because it is, I mean, like you said, like mm-hmm. everybody's, uh, all you guys said, it's just a big, like, so since when has he not been there? When, when, when did he get taken? Was he the one in Wakanda forever? So that's like a really, really big, that was really a big reveal for me. I was like, damn, why they took my Ross away? <laughs> but um, favorite white boy. <laughs> exactly. But- <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't count as a big reveal unless it has very loud music and someone staring you oh, into right. the camera That's telling you. Bad. 
Yeah, and there's just the a moment, moment of reveal. pause just so that the audience can cheer. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. 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 We're not going to mention names, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I think I think with the story of the scale, it's like, again, like we were all kind of saying about how personal intimate it is. I think as audiences, to temper expectations and not expect, especially if you're coming from a place of background knowledge like Johnny and I, like we're not the kind of guys that are going to be like, oh man, every Avenger needs to be here because that's how yeah. Secret Invasion was in the comics. It is very much what they've kind of been retooling with, um, if you are a comic fan, things like Meet the Scrolls and the new Secret Invasion mini that they put I out. I love Meet the Scrolls. It's so good. It's, it's very so much funny. preying on that Cold War Red Scare kind of like you can't trust your yes. neighbor, that kind of paranoia. And that's the really where it hits the mark with the show, for sure. That's really cool. Another thing that I love that um, how we start off in uh, the first episode was, again, Fury, uh, bringing Fury back into the conversation was that um, it shows how he has PTSD. He actually has, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. he's actually traumatized. And of course, he doesn't show it. uh, He's trying to act like he has still everything in control and everything. But everybody else can see it. They're, Mm -hmm. They're being so dismissive with him. Uh, put him into the side like oh you know that that's it you're done what else are you gonna do everybody else we already have other people handling it and everything so um i but i i love that they're showing that's that inner struggle with him how he's so internally he's trying to keep it together also the introduction of gaia gaia that's what you're saying yeah gaia, i think right? so uh yeah. gaia, gaia or gaia it's Gaia, Gaia, I think. Gaia, okay. Sure it was Gaia. Um, I love that, and you know, obviously, I'm a big fan of um, Emilia Clark. She's oh, awesome. so beautiful, gorgeous, and uh, just uh, it was it was really cool seeing also that it's Dalos and her had that falling out as well, father and daughter mm-hmm. uh, dynamic there. So that's another little conflict, yeah. side conflict that we have going on there with them too. Yeah. Um, Finding out that Talo's wife Soren actually got, mm-hmm. you know, she actually died. She didn't and know it seems that was like, yeah, yeah, the whole thing that she didn't know, and apparently it had Gravik had to do something with that. The introduction yeah. of Gravik, our main, you know, villain uh, yeah. in this story, um, that was really cool. Uh, seeing, you know, what it is that he's capable of, the the lengths that he's gone through to to get what he wants, and you know. And how, how he has all these, all these other scrolls basically on his side. Uh, I don't thinking that yeah, we we gotta eliminate everybody else because this is gonna be a new home. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think it's it kind of ties into episode two stuff. So I won't like go into mm-hmm. it too heavy, I reckon. But just the kind of idea where again the small scale of the story you can't you don't have the creative liberty to do all like the big things but the idea that gravik is so intelligent that he could p- play the humans off of each other because they're that mm-hmm. susceptible to just being like vicious and mean-spirited and horrible and that's like to impersonate a human is to just be as horrible and vile as they are and deceptive i thought that was a really nice touch that he was oh, yeah. able to pick that up just by being on earth for like a little bit yeah and honestly just you mentioned the whole red scare thing earlier with meet the scrolls and just this series alone is very much pro- um, it preys on people's red scare fear. I've noticed, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. even now with our current state of the world. When I was watching this, I'm like, "Oh God, what is what is this going to invoke for us here?" Yeah, because some of this is very real, to say the least. Yeah, and also yeah. you know the whole <laughs> fact about the the uh, 
what's it called? The black flag operations. Mm-hmm. That basically they're the ones creating that um, those conflicts and those terrorist attacks and stuff just to get people against each other. In this yeah. case, it's um, Russia against was it, is it Russia against the United States? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Americans against like so Russians. On brand because mm-hmm. right now with real world events, that's basically mm-hmm. something that's going on. So it hits very close to home. Over yeah. Here. With that. Yeah, sure. It is definitely. scary. Yes, 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 definitely. Is. But and I also love how they showed that how uh, you know more a little bit more scroll scroll lore of how they right. are able to you know uh, basically transform into other people and how they do and how they take them like basically they just go touch them mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. all their memories and stuff like that. Yeah, I, like, I don't know if that's in, is, is that how head. they do it in. The, yeah. yeah like, Is that was, how was that in the comics? Not really, no. It was no? it was more I think Johnny can also like, correct me on this if I'm wrong, but like a comic scrolls you, you had they had to really like mimic and act and try and fill the void of what was there. Pretty much, yeah. There were yeah. gaps within their knowledge in the comics for sure. Oh okay. yeah. and that's how well, you would usually figure it out. Like a little bit right. like it was um back in the first Cat Marvel film. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we have that scene of Carol oh, talking yeah. to Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going like, you know, what's the weirdest little fact about you? I can't have toast if it's cut diagonally. Or when um, Yon Rog was interrogating the false version of Carol. And it was like, mm-hmm. what? Whose blood was it just pumping through you right now? You know, the little details <laughs> like that. Yeah. So you yeah, think this yeah. is something that new that they developed throughout the years of, you know, figuring out how they're, how to expand their way of, you know, uh, being I, able to uh, turn into that person? I mean, the technology we saw them using in Mm -hmm. Secret Invasion was the same kind that I'm pretty sure we saw being used on Carol back in Captain Marvel. So I feel like the technology's definitely evolved over the times, right? Yeah. Mm, The memory machine, yeah. 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 So, you know, you see a bit more of the details and everything. And But, like, before that, they could, at least in the MCU-wise, they could just merely transform. They couldn't really recall memories, right? So yeah. now they've introduced like the whole touching of the forehead thing, and yeah, now yeah, it yeah. works like that. So, but that's, they need to be in that machine in order for that to work, though. I yeah, you see how they put it in the think thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. We, so, as we yeah. see, they can just clearly change on the go with um yeah. with um the main villain. What's his name again? Get, get. A gravic. 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 Yeah. There gravic. we go. My bad. Gravic. I was gonna say grav attack. I'm like that's that's <laughs> not it. That's a that's a Ben Ten alien. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, Gravik is able to change on the go, so it's clearly mm. something they're able to do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and they had that little piece as well about how um, ob- this is, it's funny because uh, part of me laughs because this is very obviously like we have a budget to keep for the show, but um, in order to maintain the disguise and make it more authentic, they have to stay for a human as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's why the majority of the main scroll characters are in human form the whole time, because that's yeah. the way that you can get away with being a scroll for that long. Yeah. Where like all the nuances and stuff kind of slip down the wayside, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. It makes it makes perfect sense it and works, it saves, the money. Yeah. saves the money. <laughs> Even then, like the, the practical <laughs> costuming and uh, yeah. just makeup for the scrolls that we saw was stunning. To this day, I'm still shocked yeah. that yeah, there's yeah. Look, little to no really CGI bad. used on scrolls when they're just in their base form. It's yeah, no, really and there were so many extras anyway. in New Scrollers as well. Like even little yeah. kids and stuff. It was, it was so good. Yeah. That was really, really cute. Yeah. Um, we also got introduced to the compound. Uh, they're in, uh, where is it? 
Russia, some part of it. No, they're not in, in Russia. Russia. Was it London? I don't. No, 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 no. They're in somewhere where uh, radiation is like super high. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Somewhere in Siberia, right? Yeah, right. Because okay. they said radiation. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to live in Chernobyl or something? Yeah, it was definitely it was somewhere like, around yeah. there. It was, it's yeah. somewhere near Russia. Yeah. It's not in Russia, but it's yeah. some, one of those bordering countries um, that has like, you know, it's, it's off limits because yeah. of, you know, uh, radiation and stuff. So that was really cool yeah. that they have like a whole compound. They pulled the Transformers and... 3. <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> I got that it. reference. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> um... We find out that there's a scroll council as well that Gravik is yeah. part of. Which I found episode. really interesting because um, in the comics, the scrolls are ruled by a queen. Her name's Queen Varenki. So for them to not even have a queen at all through some of my theories out the window, <laughs> funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and we also got introduced to uh, her name is Sonia. She's from, what is it, MI6? Yeah. Yeah, right? I think so. She, she's British intelligence. Badass. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely but she's a little badass. She like, ate yeah. she ate Yo, every so, single scene she was she in. Was she was so cold so and yes. so funny. I loved it. But it was like, like it just made was, it like, so, so much calm more scary. And calculating. I was like, damn. But Fury mm. still had it in him, got that little camera to spy on her and stuff. So that was pretty That's cool. I think I she knows. Outfit. I feel like she knows. You think so? I feel like yeah. she's gotta. I mean she knows Fury, so she knows they're gonna be like at each other like that. So the way yeah. she phrased it was more like, if you're going to be in my way, you're going to be a distraction and I will shoot through you. But like, I don't want to kind of lie. Yeah. I was like, That's, oh my God. Yeah. No, she was fantastic. I, and I, gen- I genuinely hope we see more of her. I don't see Olivia Coleman doing that role for like the next 10 years or so, but no. I'm, I'm waiting for the her. moment we find out yeah. she is a scroll though. Cause I, somewhere in I deep not. in my bones, I feel like I she hope. is. No, please don't. Mm, but I'd, no. when we get to episode two, I'll, say, I'll be like, uh, I'll say why not. And then we also got Rhodey, and yes. he's playing. Uh, yeah. Will he's he's uh, now uh, an advisor to the president of the United States? Boot governmental um, puppet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. Which is which, which is awesome though, because I love that. Again, this isn't a show that's trying to follow like a strict formula or guideline or like an A to B to C. So characters you know that were like that are good characters or good people are doing morally questionable things, which is like again com- comic classic like spy trope, right? So to yeah. see Rhodey yeah. kind of on the opposing, not opposing end, but kind of like in that gray area of like, listen, we are our own third party in this, and we'll do whatever it takes. Really awesome, yeah. and Don Cheadle, good actor, really damn good actor. So good. So. Oh yeah, no, he's awesome. He's awesome. The way he came at Fury in that restaurant was yeah. it in this episode? It was in the second episode. Oh, okay, so what that was. That hurt my heart. (laughs) And um, we get to the very crazy end of episode one. Fury figured out the whole thing. Well, supposedly uh, Gaia came and told Talos about the bombings, right? And, you know, we thought, hey, she's working with them. You know, at least she, she had a change of heart. We get to the ending. The bomb still go off. It was a whole misdirect. Yeah. Mm, she was capping. Yes, totally capping. Well, it seems, right? Mm-hmm. But um, everything goes on. Craziness ensuing. And then Maria's there. Fury's there. Everybody's there trying to like stop everything. Gravit comes in. Super smooth. Changing his appearance. And just shoots Maria. Yeah. For, no in that first hesitation. moment, I thought it was Fury shooting a Skrull who was yeah. Maria. That was my first mm-hmm. reaction. I'm like, oh, 
that's a scroll. <laughs> and I saw Fury looking at him like, oh no. She, she, she he was the scroll. <laughs> yeah, fuck. It, it was cold as hell because, I mean, I, I don't. I need to watch this scene again because I'm. I don't. I wasn't really focusing on how like it was played from like an acting perspective. It was. It very much felt to me kind of like that scene in Logan where Professor X is killed by X twenty four. Yeah. But he's he's at the point in his kind of like state of mind where it's ambiguous whether or not he knows it's X twenty four or whether he thinks it's Logan putting him down. Right. Yeah. I don't know whether Maria knew if that was the real Nick Fury or not. And if it's played for the sense of like, he didn't know if she was the real Maria Hill and that's why he shot her, that makes it like 20 times more tragic. So I'm going to need to run it back and watch that again. That's oh, what yeah. I was hoping for originally as well. I'm yeah. just like, for oh, graphic yeah, to do that though, deliberately on purpose, that's cold. That's cold. It would have been Whoa. interesting if they had Whoa. done it as like a Fury is so paranoid that he accidentally shot Maria thinking she was a scroll or something like that. That would have been so Fuck. tenseful, honestly. And dark, Man. and then no, but just to uh, know I'm, that I'm, graphic. I think is I, I'm, I, I think I have an answer for that. When Fury Ooh. came to her, I got but it, I got it. when he came to Maria and like picked her up, she said it was you, it was you, like saying that. Oh, yeah. but you right. were the one that shot me. She thought it was. I think she thought it was Fury for real. And then I, I think like, she before, knows it wasn't him. By the end of it, no, no, no. Yeah, by the yeah. end. She realized okay, yeah. it wasn't. Mm. Yeah. But at first, when he came to her, she was saying, like, oh, it was you. It was you. I was like, oh, she really thought Fury would kill her like that? I was like, no, Maria. But then she figured it out, and then she legitimately, legitimately died. Like, I can't believe they, yeah. they actually killed her. Like, that was a, too. Like, yes. She bled yeah. out in record time. Yeah. yeah. Which I it, was like, that was a bold move to kill. It, it does you know, lead me Maria, to like, one of my issues, though, so far that's been set up with these first two episodes that we've only seen. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I know there's four more episodes to be seen for to yeah. truly critique this film to this degree. But with the death of Talos's wife and the death of Maria Hill, it does feel like fridging. Yeah. <laughs> because Maria Hill in comparison to her comic book counterpart and even just by her own merits in the MCU, I don't feel like she's been developed enough. Like it still hit me, but like I I have to question whether or not it's because I like Colby Smulders or it's because if I'm truly just that attached to Maria Hill Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. the death Mm -hmm. of Talos's wife, we know very little of her. We've seen her twice in Captain Marvel and in far from home. Mm -hmm. And those Mm -hmm. are, those were the things that were sticking out in my head by the end of the first episode alone. So yeah. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Yeah. I I really have to stop thinking whenever I see an actor or actress that I really enjoy, oh I'm so happy to see you. I'm so glad you're getting work because they usually die at the end of that thought. Is this your and fault, David? I I also I love I loved her character. I and like I saw her on like a red carpet thing. She looked super happy to be there. So I'm just oh like, God, please so tell me, please tell me that she's in more than just like, I, okay. So it would can't kind of like diminish the whole sacrifice for fury. If she were somehow still alive somehow, but I, I yeah. also don't care because I really want her back. <laughs> her coming back is one death. I'm okay with them. Just look over like, ah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> But I think uh, I, I, she, I don't she know. Did. I would, pref- yeah, I would prefer her <laughs> yeah. being there just because, like, again, it's a very bold move and to yeah. like 
to have her. I respect I respect the stones on them to do that because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. especially at this point when people are like, "Oh, MCU is not risky anymore." Like this is pretty risky, and yeah, it it's is. it's definitely it's an interesting point of topic. And I thought about it as well, mm-hmm. Johnny, in the sense of like that's especially when they said that um Talos's wife died off screen. I'm like, mm, right? you know what we call that? You know what we call that? Where we come from <laughs> in the comic book the industry. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, and it's and it's, it's it's a very nuanced discussion and not one that I'm really equipped to like partake in beyond a spectator perspective mm-hmm. but it's it's the question of whether every time a female character dies is that fridging or is that development but i definitely think in this case you can make a strong argument towards the fridging aspect of it yeah. but it, it, all, it maybe, all it all depends yeah do you think mm-hmm. maybe we'll get to see that story because like now that we could get into the second episode in the second episode we get this flashback now we started with this flashback see how they're retelling yes. the stories and stuff do you think we'll get that eventually in one of the in some of the next episodes. I, I hope, hope so we do. Know what it was, you know? We saw a butt of Talos's wife in that second episode's flashback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, very limiting. And I don't even think she had any lines from what I remember. She was just chilling just there, bad. honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she just, just yeah. stood there and then transforms. And then Fury says, thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's really it, right? Yeah. yeah, we, nah. yeah. So I'm hoping I mean, that we get that story because we need to know what it, what, what was it exactly yeah. that happened. Yeah, and her. I'm really hoping because, that she gets a badass moment or anything like that. Just anything yeah. more for her character. Because Talos is saying that it was Gravik's fault yeah. and that he was the one that did it. So That it was his what, organization what that yes. Gaia yeah. Yes. So uh, episode two, we start off with a flashback back to 1995. Yes, five uh, e- or they, just this, a few years after the first Cat Marvel film. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, you know we get to see um, Fury making this pact with the scrolls, talking about if you help me out, you know, infiltrate and do the spine and all that stuff. Me and Ca- Captain Marvel and I are gonna go and find your new home. Mm-hmm. We got this. You got my word. Everybody's on board. Everybody's excited, and we get introduced to Gravik as a little kid. You yes, mm-hmm. that and was the very guy nice as to a see. little, a little bit grown up as well. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Uh, that was in London, I think, right? Yeah, Garrick's so. parents got killed fighting, I guess, in the war that wherever. Yeah, um, uh, during yeah. Um, while the Kree were invading Skrullos. Yeah. Oh, we got to see what happened. What what the scrolls did after right after uh, Captain Marvel movie, right? Because they did leave. They left. The shit. And then yeah. they came back. and then they went over there. Yeah, they had to come yeah. back because there was a whole crazy war going on or whatever. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. which yeah. one of my favorite themes of this film is the or not this film, this series is the fact that it is very much a story of being a refugee, a displaced mm-hmm. refugee at that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. one of my favorite aspects about the first Cat Marvel film, as to why I love it so much more than most people, honestly, is the fact that the first Cat Marvel film is an excellent story about colonialism, in my opinion, and Mm -hmm. how the victims are so easily made to look like savages and victims within the narrative. Mm -hmm. And that, so Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite things in the MCU is the role reversal of the scrolls. So to now have this turned into a refugee story and how the pain and suffering and how a lack of empathy from the areas or from the places you're trying to go to for security, for safety, for a sense of belonging doesn't really care about you, how it still like mistreats you and in many cases still uses you is one of the best things about this series that I'm loving right now. But mm-hmm. the, the crazy thing is that um, 
Nobody even knows that they're there. The only person that mm-hmm. knew about the scrolls was Fury. This whole nobody still knows about any yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm, like that. I mean, there was that scene where like Rhodey was saying something like how the American government had like an idea of what of mm-hmm. of a scroll, yeah. but that was mm-hmm. that was pretty much it. it. Which is crazy that it was kept like they were kept in secret this whole time like Like, they were especially with the fall of shield and winter soldier i feel like would that have been something that got out apparently not yeah yeah i think for me what the most interesting part of episode two was and what kind of sold me on the show as a whole going off of the pilot and everything was something i didn't really piece together and please feel free to correct me if i like if i speak incorrectly like misspeak on my words here but i never really understood the idea of why nick fury would want to help them until the fact that I realized that him tying his experiences as a black man growing up in the civil rights as an outsider within like American society, comparing yeah. that to the Skrulls as refugees in American society and the way that they persecuted mm-hmm. and uh, downtrodden on. And like, like Johnny said, they were made to be always oh, the savage Skrulls that are like ravaging mm-hmm. the galaxy. By the creep. Yeah, yeah, that distinction, that connection, especially in the conversation they have on the train where he's speaking about um, – him and his mother in like um, the black mm-hmm. section of the train and how they yeah. what they had to go through. Yeah, fuck man, that was so good. That was and then, excellent, excellent. And then to have it tied back to his conversation with Rhodey, yeah, about being black in America. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe that's why so many people don't like the series now. Those those two conversations <laughs> were my favorite part of the episode. Like, hands I down, hands down. About that. Yeah. yeah. See what happens when shows are like not afraid to. Have Sit down and talk moments, you know. Yeah. Again, in the, same, in the same tone as Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because again, mm. in in Falcon, we also have this story of, you know, these displaced refugees. You know, the people yep. that were from the, you know, during the blip, and now when pe- everybody came back, you know, again they were displaced, taken to the side, um, seen as you know terrorists because they're trying to, you know. Uh, defend themselves and trying to find their own home and everything so uh, i like that that they're continuing the same thing there and just just the sheer number there's a million scrolls yeah (laughs) next thing i like how they first said talos was like oh yeah they're scattered across the galaxy uh then they're like nah never mind I lied to no. you. They're actually all here on Earth. <laughs> like, that would make sense too. Yeah, it was a brilliant, a brilliant like yeah. little twist for where, where Talos mm-hmm. was like, "Dude, you were gone. Like, I didn't know what to do, and you didn't keep your promise. Like, we I told them to book it to Earth. Yeah, he was a leader. Yeah. He did the hard thing, and he looked out mm-hmm. for his own people. Yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Which is I mean, fantastic. What are you supposed to do, especially when you keep? you were promised this huge thing of having been able to like get a home for yourself. And then the mm. dude that promised you just left. And I was like, okay, the fuck, yeah. <laughs> what are yeah. we supposed to do? So I understand where the scrolls are coming from. It's like, well, the ones that are doing all the bad stuff, but they have yeah. a reason. I don't, I don't condone it, but I understand mm-hmm. why they're doing what they're doing. The beauty of nuance and storytelling. Crazy concept. It's not Crazy. all black and white, you know. Yeah. Let's no. see if people are able to, you know. Well, they didn't they well. to, to apply critical right. thinking they to this either. series. I doubt Media it. Like, is dead. Media have you seen how people dead. are reacting to across the Spider Verse? I have no faith in the yeah. general public, but I also can't wait to see it. Just <laughs> <laughs> they have a meltdown again. I, so I, I can't wait for people. Conversations that you guys yeah. said about what that Rhodey had with uh, Fury about living as a person of color. I'm calling it now. People are going to say it's too political. It's too oh, yeah. slow. It's oh, too absolutely. hard. That's the so spy threat is political. Oh my! <laughs> mm. 
Oh my gosh. Jesus yeah, that, that's going to be fun. That's definitely going to be fun. Um, mm-hmm. What else did we have? Uh, da, 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 da. Fury. Um, One of my favorite. Oh, sorry. Go for it, Carly. No, no, no. I just wanted to reiterate how we know Maria Zed because we saw her getting flown in yeah. her casket with her mom there. No, I don't know if David knows the story. I think I told the two of you, but I was watching the episode and Johnny could kind of hear my reactions. Yep. And he saw, he saw <laughs> me Mario watch. Started, I'm just hearing <laughs> this shit. <laughs> I'm just rambling off casually like the old the old man that I am. And then I, like Maria dies and I could hear Johnny kind of like turns his chair to hear what I'm going to say. And I was like, damn. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, damn. I'm like, no, nah, she's not it? dead. I'm like, she's not dead, dude. Like, I didn't see a body or anything. And then two seconds after that, they wheel her casket off the plane. And I was like, okay. We, we still don't dead. see a body. Yeah, where's the body? It could be an empty casket. I don't know. Exactly. Um, no, comes I, back in episode six, looks at the camera, and she's like. Surprise, I mean, we, we could still get like a. We we could still get like a flashback related to her because we saw her like yeah. we, we saw her mom. So like I'm thinking maybe her mom is gonna have a bigger part to play maybe in yeah. the next coming episodes, or maybe, maybe hopefully it wasn't just to have that one conversation with Nick. I hope there's yeah. more to it. But And yeah, yeah. What's that? Yeah. I, I'm not the type of person to go like, oh, I want all the cameos, I want all the superheroes to show up. Like, no, I don't want that. But like genuinely like for something like the funeral of Maria Hill, where was Hawkeye? <laughs> Hawkeye Hodge. Uh, he's on his he's on his farm. He's he's, he's just Christmas. chilling on his farm with his kids <laughs> with um with uh Kate Bishop. <laughs> no one no one pulling up to any that that is a weird thing for me in the MCU that like no one is pulling up to the funerals. Right. Like, I still I still feel a little sour that there were like no black superheroes at the Charlie's funeral. Just no no yeah. Sam. No. no Bucky even. I mean Bucky you know, makes sense after the whole Zemo thing, I guess. Yeah. They so there. You, you, you make an interesting point and uh, I'm not going to go too off topic, but I did see something where Samuel L. Jackson said, I'm trying to understand why Nick Fury has never been to Wakanda. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he and is a government agent. He is they don't a trust spy. His ass. Exactly. <laughs> it's, you, it's hard to trust oh, no. people. Yeah. Absolutely he just, he, he just wants to be there, man. He just wants to pull up. Um, but the thing I was going to say earlier is that, Another Glove Shadow moment, I guess, is the fact that we see a moment where Amelia Clark is just looking at a computer, right? And you see oh. them listing off mm-hmm. DNA and just like super powered beast individuals and stuff like that. So we see mm-hmm. Extremis. We got Frost Beast from the end of uh, Thor The Dark World because, you know, one of the Frost Beasts mm-hmm. came through from Jotunheim. We got group DNA. And then there was one more I can't remember for the life of me. Call right? uh, Extremis. Oh, there we go. Call Obsidian. That's what it was. Yeah. We had one of the um, the Black Order there. So I'm like, damn, I guess we're going to see the origins of the Super Scrolls now. Right? Which see, is going to be really interesting. I didn't interesting. even know that that was a thing. Yeah, that well, was yeah. Super Scrolls. It's so cool. Yes. And I love it. But so getting much. to that, because again, from the first episode, I thought that Gaia had double crossed Talos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, damn, man. She's really into graphics bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah. But then <laughs> but then we get into the second episode and we find out that nah, that she actually didn't uh was uh in the she dark about know. that double crossing as well. Yeah. And then yeah. we see her like, okay, what especially after her dad had that she had the her and her dad had a conversation when she found out her mom had died and that most likely Gravik had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um you see her whole demeanor change now. 
And we see now her being more suspicious and now she's starting to try to find out like really what's going on. What is it that Gravik is not telling her? And that's when we see her go in and find that lab. Yeah. Uh, with that big ass mm-hmm. machine and stuff like that. It's like, holy shit, what are they working on? You know? Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Cause if again, I'm, I'm just, Johnny's like my consultant on everything Marvel at this point, but correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> scrolls with their shape shifting abilities and whatnot, they can kind of like do certain things like fly and whatnot, but they could never really mimic the powers of the people they were copying unless there were super scrolls. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. In the comics, it was yeah. very much the case that you had to be a very specific form of scrolls in order to do that. So yeah. now I guess they're going to try to like do it through like a machine or something like that is my assumption. Yeah, because we see in that one trailer where Gravit kind of like stretches his arms out and it looks like, like vines, yeah. like root vines, right? Mm. So the machine must give them like that edge where they can really emulate to like a molecular level, which yeah. is an interesting concept. And I mean, obviously the Fantastic Four are not involved yet. They can't do the whole like, I'm going to steal your powers thing. But yeah. this is, I think it's a good way. And again, within the medium and the adaptation of the MCU and that mythology, this works. It works pretty well. That's really cool. So they're doing a Palpatine. They're doing this drank casting thing. That's oh, pretty much. <laughs> what, a, what, what a way to bring Robert Downey Jr. back if they somehow... Oh my God. Oh, David, He's a Somehow Iron Man has returned. <laughs> Andy somehow Machete Iron wants Man to know your location. <laughs> David, why... Why no? Stop he it. will buy that script out of Gaia too. I, I put some weird voodoo into there. <laughs> touch wood. Touch wood. Touch wood. Damn it, no. I'm... He's you getting real work to... now. He's doing Oppenheimer. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> oh man! But that was really cool. Like you know, Johnny said that she found all of that stuff. Like we got all these blood shadows uh, mentioned um, and stuff, and. Um, then we get the final, the ending for episode two, where we find out that Fury is not only married, but he's married to a scroll. Which is like, yeah. damn, okay. Interesting. Where's this going to go? I didn't even catch mm. her name, if I'm being honest. Oh, I don't think they name. said it. I don't think did they, they did. That's no. the thing. I, was, I, I, I tried going back in the credits, but I'm like, I couldn't see anything. I don't, th- yeah, I don't think not, so. Not me reaching for my phone, not like this is out of business. Yeah, I know, like, like, Google this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, only. Also, Nick have Fury's we seen what? that scientist before? Her name is Rosa Dalton. Has no, she, not to my is knowledge. She, is she something new? Not in the, the comics blondie, and stuff? The, with the scrolls. <coughs> the scientist. Her name is Rosa, Rosa Dalton. Oh, I don't know. It's not a familiar name. If she's no? in the comics, okay. she's not a relevant comic uh, comic book character. Okay. I mean, at, at least no, not it a seems comic like she's going to be relevant here in the show, obviously, because she's the she's one. whipping up super scrolls. Hell man. Yeah, which now begs the question, is she a scroll in place of a human, or is she a human there who's been coerced into helping the scrolls? Oh, she, I'm she assuming was, she's a scroll. Oh, she yeah, was she was being mean. Yeah. She was being mean yeah, to she Gaia. Was, she was so into it. She, she was, was like, giving him yeah. the side eye. She was like, what are you doing <laughs> here? The Karen look. She had the blonde hair and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just need <laughs> needs a shortcut. You need me to call Gravik. <laughs> I'd like to talk to Gravik, please. <laughs> yeah, but oh. she was really mean though. She, but she was really into it, mm. so she's taking her her job really. Yeah, no. But then, oh, and of course, the freaking scroll council. Holy shit! Yeah. So, wow. So these are like really high powered freaking uh, people in crazy leadership. Like they're 
big leaders in the yeah. world. And yeah. Yeah. You know what I was hoping for, though, a little bit? Um, to find out that the French representative from Wakanda Forever was also a scroll. <laughs> I freaking oh hated God, that, that lady one. just from the few seconds she was on screen back in that movie. I'm like, how yeah. perfect would it be if we found out she was an evil scroll just trying to overcome yeah, the world? Yeah, probably just like perfect. <laughs> what makes sense? What makes sense? The, yeah. Why wouldn't they want vibranium? Mm-hmm. That vibranium, yeah. vibranium scrolls. They can turn into. <laughs> <into vibranium. laughs> we we, we shouldn't be writing for them right yeah, now. There's a writer strike. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you don't true. think anybody from Wakanda's a scroll? I mean, I don't think so. That they're way too highly doubt it. Highly, yeah, yeah. too fortified. I think. I don't know. There's yeah, there's a bunch know. of Wakanda operatives outside of Wakanda, right? Oh yeah, yeah. maybe those guys. But I feel like no, because you the, you know they have to have the the thing in the inner lip. They have yeah. to oh, have the that's thing. Right. But then it begs the question: Can the scrolls replicate it? Yeah, you don't think they replicate that? They're able to do clothes. That's true. If they can Which sim begs the a question: Are they all naked when they do the simming? Pretty much, I think. Mm. That okay, okay. or their clothes okay. are unstable molecules. Holographic clothing. <laughs> well, because you see graphic changing, and then they just even the the the, the outfits change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah. On a on a dime, just, just all around what? the courtyard. Yeah. Homeboy was like. One after the other. I was like, yeah. damn, graphic. I, we I need a biologist. This- Where's Sawyer? Yeah, I know. We need Sawyer. <laughs> She's actually <laughs> sick. I know. Oh, no. Did. It's a scroll <laughs> plot. Damn it. It's a scroll. <laughs> they don't want us to find out. They don't want us to know. <laughs> and then, of course, we got Sonya again. Showing us how much of a badass bro, he is. Bro, oh the, my god! The finger, I jumped. I was like, like "Wow, that confirms that." I'm like, she "What the like, fuck?" No, no hesitation. No, like uh, she was just like so calm about it too. Like so no. cheery. I, I, I jumped. Like I sound like you, you know, like like I sound like a kid on a roller coaster getting too scared of like a little bump. But they cut yeah. the finger and I, they didn't cut away. I was like, "Whoa, oh!" Like <laughs> I was like, "No way!" In a Marvel thing <laughs> on Disney. What the kids watch? They did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, I think we are getting more rated R content from Marvel now, oh, like yeah. Blades rated R, Deadpool three's rated R, of course, and um, mm. some other projects. I can't recall right now, but yeah. yeah. No, that yeah, that was, was a great good. scene. She was, was she awesome. came in, had the dog in her. She was like, "Oh, there's an escape hatch. I right, bet, cool." Did her thing, hopped out, crawled. You know how that's how you know she's in, she knows her shit because mm-hmm. the first scene she's like, "Where's the escape hatch?" Because I already know they're coming for him. See here, so that makes I you think like help. what? It, like, is she an independent scrawl right now? She's like, Veronica. is she separate from both? <laughs> parties of scrolls that we're aware of that's what she's i was thinking i'm like she she's gotta be queen varanki because <laughs> like how else would she know that the scrolls are coming a and then be able to just you know just casually walk through and go like all right let's just see if you're a scroll perfect done british people british people hey. british people she definitely got that rogue you know <laughs> cheesy british vibe to her yeah so she's having she's having fun she got the momo and fast x energy she's having a good oh, time yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, I just love her. Like she's just like she knows that when she walks in anywhere, she's she's a big boss, you know. She's just sad. No. That was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we got through the first two episodes again. Super crazy, super amazing. What are you guys' expectations or theories or thoughts of what else is going to come next? Now, uh, Tate, what are your thoughts? Man, 
Marvel has a track record sometimes of doing really good, like good halves of the show. And then the back half is kind of like up and down and wavy, which, I mean, there's so many good shows. You you get your Lokis and your Falcon, your Winter Soldiers, but some of the shows, they kind of start to veer down in quality from a really strong start. So I'm just hoping it ticks the boxes and it's like, you know, it has a strong landing. I don't need clear cut answers. I'm fine with some ambiguity, but I'm, I'm just excited to see Fury's journey where that progresses. The Skrull side of things, with the whole machine and the powers and whatnot, that kind of just feels like supplementary and like feels the need for action. But I'm just interested to see like where the mythology goes, where the mm-hmm. Skrulls are going to go, unpacking more of their story, doing the parallels to like the real world contexts of what refugees go through. That's the stuff I'm really excited to see. Where it'll go, I don't know. This thing feels, I think, just, this is where I kind of differ, I would say, it's not necessarily Marvel's Andor in the sense that Andor is so sometimes feels so afraid to be Star Wars that it feels very in its own little pocket. But mm-hmm. Secret Invasion as a strength is so um, it's so committed to being connected to the larger MCU mythology, and I think that's what really makes it stand out. And it's kind of a, a bit of an improvement over Andor in that aspect. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that is a strength. I'm excited to see how that will influence the mythology in return, just in the same way that Captain Marvel has influenced it and seeing how that shapes the universe going forward. For me, this is like, this feels like for the first time since 2021, this feels like an event series. This feels like it will have ramifications that really are going to cross over into the future. And knowing that Nick Fury is in the Marvels, is he in the Marvels? Is that Nick Fury? What's happening? Yeah. That's yeah. big questions, big questions. <clears throat> True. I completely forgot he was in the Marvels for a moment. Uh, yeah. I'm like, right. Yeah. yeah, no, he goes to find Kamala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. Or is that Taylor's going to find Kamala? Oh, just, we'll find out. <laughs> Never. Is that guy? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's Danny, why Maria's pissed with Carol, because she just stopped trying to help the scrolls and then this divulged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Right. Johnny, what about you? What are you what are your um, thoughts? I'm most looking forward to genuinely the story of the scrolls because as I mentioned, you know, it very much parallels real world experiences of being a refugee mm-hmm. an immigrant in a new country that you know kind of hates you in some sense and just overall talos genuinely just even after the first cat marvel movie i'm like yo this guy's entertaining i want more yeah. of him so the fact that we get more of ben mendelson now is really nice yeah. he's, he's just so charismatic he's so entertaining to watch but of course you know nick fury as well <laughs> love my boy we we adore nick fury and seeing how he comes out at the end of this because part of me really does want nick fury to come out of it like better than he was before more confident than he was before and just you know accepting the fact that maybe he doesn't need to have a control or knowledge of everything mm-hmm. but to some extent i i, I kind of want him to lose a little bit mm-hmm. you know just because we've only ever seen him at a height of power almost except for like maybe winter soldier but even then he's like yeah yeah no i saw this coming i was able to cut my way through the ground and i was able to get to you and natasha fast enough that you guys were able to help me take (laughs) down shield and just you know seeing him genuinely brought all the way down and maybe staying there for a little bit it's just intriguing and fascinating Mm. to me yeah so yeah you need the drama I need, I, I need traumatized people. <laughs> yes. The, Sadly, it's a POC, though. <laughs> uh, David, what about you? Really, for this show, I, I want like it to keep with the grounded storytelling and just like give me like just not not too many, but like a couple of interesting twists and 
I kind of want an ending to the show that feels like an ending, but also serves the higher narrative of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just so like, because there, there's a lot of times where the ending of the show is just like leaves you wanting more too much. It's like, I want to feel satisfied at the end of this show, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Not too open-ended. I get that. I get that. And um, me, I think I'm also going to go with the uh, the Fury route. I want to see his story. I want to see how he has to basically struggle through everything. He already started episode one, lost Maria, mm-hmm. lost people's, you know, uh, lost Rhodey as support. Sonya basically told him, listen, I'm sorry, but you're useless now. You know, <laughs> so everybody's basically turning his back on him. Maria was the one that had his back and she's not there anymore. Ross is not there anymore. Uh, or, is either. or is he? Uh, well, <laughs> well, I think he's still alive point. in the MCU. He's got to still be no, alive. He probably is, but I don't, mm. I don't know if Fury has him as a support. Like even if mm. he is still around. Yeah. Can I don't think they've spoken to each other on screen. <laughs> they yeah, can find him in somewhere. Yeah. They can find him in a pod somewhere at some point, you know. They'll be like, oh, oh look, it's Agent do- Ross. And then Fury's like, who the fuck <laughs> yeah. is this guy? He's <laughs> 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 just like, checks but, her, like, shit, and Maria left me nuts. But I think they do keep them, though, because we saw the humans that they were, like, yeah, yeah. they do keep them. Yeah. So if Ross has to be somewhere. They're not just going to so, get rid of him. So Especially was that a Kwai who sh- rescued him at the end of Wakanda Forever then? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, because, oh. you know... It, Basically, if they wanted to uh, freaking imitate Ross again, they have him right there. Like, all right, next, who wants to be Ross now? <laughs> you know, but sure. that's, I want that's, that's a good point on why they yeah. might keep them. Actually, yeah, in case oh. the one the one gets killed, then they do the next one. So another one, another one, another, another one. one. So, and that's I want to see what's gonna happen. Who's Fury gonna go to now? I mean. Who else is going to help him out? Who does he have to call? You know, where's Captain Marvel? Is she going to come and help him out and stuff? You know, so you're going to you're going to pull out his little pager and be like beep beep and be like beep beep again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe uh, maybe uh, Monica Rambo. That would be gas. That would be so gas. Oh my lord! That's why they're together in the Marvels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh. and I know they're all gonna work together. Oh. So. And then Johnny's end of one vision. And the end of one vision, we see a scroll and the post credits. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Monica, they tell, right? Oh, they so, need you up there. Like, you, you know, know our so. friend up there. Yeah. So. Oh shit! Johnny's cooking. Wait, hold up. Yeah. So. Because Carol, Carol will be doing her own thing, and then he can be like, "Oh, you want Captain Marvel? Here she is." And then it's Monica, the original Captain Marvel. She's dealing with scrolls, as we see in the Marvel's yeah. trailer. Yeah. No, 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 scrolls. Cree, my bad. Yeah. Well, Miss Marvel's yeah. is from. I'm assuming is gonna is taking place be- way before Secret Invasion because Fury Maybe. looks well. He mm. doesn't look all crazy unless at the end of Secret Invasion he's like, "I'm gonna shave. I'm back to my old self," and then we're going back up there. It's a whole glow That's what happens right at right at episode three. He just gets all clean shaven because he's finally home with his wife, and she's like, "Go clean up." <laughs> like, <Go> clean up. <laughs> yeah, he, he was kissing her, and I'm like, "Dude, like that's a lot of beard, man." I don't right? know. It's <laughs> rocky. Uh, I like a bit of beard, but I mean, <laughs> but yeah, mm. no, I, I, uh, I'm, I have high hopes for the show again because we already saw in the first two episodes they're taking chances and stuff, and I hope they continue. 
and not, not going to be scared of, oh, what are the fans going to say? Or, oh, what if they, they're going to get mad? Oh, well, let them get mad. You know? I mean, it's all Surprise filmed. Us. I'm assuming yeah. it's all been edited. Know, exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like they're going to be. But I want them to continue that. Into yeah, that. no. This is going to wrap up this episode of Temple of Geek Podcast. We want to thank everyone who tuned in today and especially our guests for being with us today. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. Do you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows? Why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com where you will find all sorts of content that pertain to the world of geek. Guys, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. And uh, just real quick again, remind everyone where they can find you on the socials. Uh, Tate? Oh, you can find me on the socials at Star Wars Fact Guy. That is fact with just no S. It's just one fact, only one fact. Um, YouTube, you can find me at Star Wars Fact Guy and Instagram, Star Wars Fact Guy. But don't forget the underscores on either side for underscore gang. Awesome. Johnny? Uh, everyone can find me as Marvelous Johnny on TikTok with two L's or Marvelous underscore Jonathan if you want to go with the direct username. On Twitter, I just go by Marvelous underscore John, though, because. There's a character limit. And uh, Instagram is also the same as my TikTok. And those are the ones you really need to know. Awesome. And David? I am Xanatos1138 on all social media, but primarily TikTok and Twitter. That is Xanatos with an X because I am extra. That's me. (laughs) Not extreme. (laughs) And awesome. You guys can find me um, on Twitter, on TikTok, and on Instagram as Estarquarsia. Again, thank you so much, and that's it for this episode. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit TempleofGeek.com, your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.